I'm Matt Cerrone, and in this episode, I answer questions about asking for advice on email, how to use social media, and whether cover letters are more important than resumes when applying to be a sports writer. News Channel is here to tell us the story of success. Success indeed so far. Matt Cerrone is a passionate baseball fan. And while, yes, he did quit his 9 to 5 job a few years ago, today he's working harder than ever. My next guest started MetsBlog.com, where he's amassed 300 million views. I came across Matthew because he was actually featured in a story on Mashable. He says to stand out, you've got to do it well. His advice, write what you believe right often, work hard, and stay focused. What's up, sports writers, podcasters, fans, bloggers? I'm Matt Cerrone, and in this podcast, I answer questions about sports media, from producing and marketing content, to building audience, to digital strategy, and finding work, all based on my 11 years' experience in New York sports, hiring and working with writers, building relationships and sources, and generating 300 million page views and turning a hobby into a successful career in sports content. All right, let's get to our first question. Andrew K. wants to know, what is the best way to ask for advice from someone on email? This is a great, great question, Andrew. First off, keep it simple. I can only speak from my own experience, but I've heard this from other people as well. When I see an email that's more than, I don't know, say 100 words, I get annoyed before I even read a single word. So actually, I start losing focus probably around 20 or 30 words in, but I'll stick it out if it's a reasonable request. So Uh, The point is, if it's a long-winded email with some big introduction and explanation, you're actually asking me for advice twice. Once, you're asking me for my time to stop what I'm doing and listen to your request, and by droning on, it actually feels disrespectful. And the second request is whatever the actual request is that you're wanting me to do, so now you've asked for two things. Anyway, as for the actual request, keep it simple. I like to help people. I I certainly benefited from people helping me, but... I always tried to respect their time, and that can be reflected in the actual request. For instance, give me a choice. You know, say something like, hey, I need some advice, Matt. How would you handle this situation? Would you do one, two, or three, A, B, or C? This way we get right to the nitty-gritty without me having to give up further time trying to think on my own about what the hell it is you're asking for. So the point is, it's about time. If you respect the time of the person you're trying to hit up for help, I promise you they'll be more likely to help. Jennifer, an aspiring sports writer in Minnesota, asks, I know I need to use social media professionally to help spread my brand, meet people, and get people to read my work. What are some good tactics to make this happen? I think the flaw in your question, Jen, is the way you're using the word use. And I've said this in other shows, too. It's a relationship. Social media, so to speak, is a, it's, it's like a party. It's a place to mingle, share, connect, talk with people, that sort of thing. I mean, yeah, there are ways to manipulate that, but the public isn't stupid, though. I mean, they know when they're being spammed or, or link-baited or hit on, for that matter. So and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. It's, it's about helping people, educating them, providing a service, doing something for them that benefits them in some way. And in turn, they're more likely to do something to benefit you, be it buy your book, Click on your link, watch your video, your podcast, whatever. Again, think of it more like a party, not fishing. You're not standing on a dock, casting a line, trying to reel in your audience. No. Instead, you're at a party, you don't know anyone, you're looking for someone to go home with, so now what do you do? Chris in San Diego writes, I'm applying for a writing job and wonder if my cover letter is more important than my resume. Yes, Chris, 100% is especially if you're trying to get a writing gig. I've seen a lot of resumes and pitches, and I can without a doubt 
say that a well-written cover letter or introductory email is significantly more important than anything on your actual resume because, well, for starters, that's your first impression and you know what they say about first impressions, but mostly because the cover letter shows your writing style. It shows your confidence, your work ethic, uh, your attention to detail, grammar, phrasing, your passion for whatever it is that you're applying for. I mean, basically, it's a way for me to get a, a quick sense or a snapshot of your writing style, your personality, who you are, which is never relayed on even the best of resumes with your accomplishments and and technical job stuff. Um, You know, this is your sales pitch. This is literally you writing and you saying you're a writer. So keep it short and be sure that I finish reading it and get a sense of, you know, who you are, how you are, and why I don't want to miss this opportunity to meet with you. Thank you to Chris, Jennifer, and Andrew for the questions. If you want to send one in for the next show, send it to me in the following form at matthewsterone.com slash podcast. Also, if you want to subscribe to the show, go to matthewsterone.com slash iTunes and you can get a link or RSS feed to use. And if you want an email letting you know when the show is updated, go to matthewsterone.com slash newsletter and sign up. <laughs>